I'll go to cool.com. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing and Loathing Related Properties podcast with me, your host, Zach and Jake. And I'm Riff and also Riff. And I'm Kevin and Hot Stuff. How's it going, really gentlemen? regretting that last one. Yeah, yeah. This is just going to become more and more inappropriate as, as I get older and older and less, more stuff, less hot. You could, uh, yeah, Oh, come on, you're a man. You just get hotter as you get older. Uh, not, get that, that has s- not been the case over the past few months. Get that salt and pepper. Yeah, but that's the last few months haven't been you getting older. It's been you getting tireder. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and like doughier. Doughier. Yeah, I just, you know, been eating a lot of dough. Yeah, that's true. You get it at the doughier. The <laughs> the, 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 the artisanal doughy. Sorry, the doughy. Doughy. Yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Um, Riff, you didn't go to PAX. How was that? Oh, it was cool. <laughs> we had a we had a fake PAX here. Played some board games. How did that go? I heard you gave two speeches, two talks. Uh, no, not actually. Panels. <laughs> they 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 threatened to make me uh, uh, give uh, give talks, but I bribed them off with a horse armor DLC. <laughs> huh? What were they going to make you talk about? Uh, just generally uh, uh, industry stuff and uh, and things like that. Did other people give talks? No, it, I, that it was just a joke thing. It was it, fake packs was like eight guys in my friend Nick's basement, <laughs> and some pizzas. Yeah, I mean that sounds like real packs. Yeah, yeah, basement pizzas yeah. guys. There's more than eight guys board, at packs. Board yeah. games. There's there's eight guys for every girl. How many? Yeah, how many people? It's like that are, Beach Boys song. How many people are out of packs? PAX West is like 80,000, maybe. Okay. So this was PAX like. PAX East is like 120 or 110,000 times smaller. Yeah, this is like one ten thousandth of a PAX. Yeah. With so one ten thousandth of a stench, I bet. Is it just like the first? It's like the very first part of the first P. So it's like. <laughs> unless somebody, uh, unless one of those eight guys has the fart strength of 10,000 men. Oh my God. He, well, would, he really would probably not be permitted into Nick's basement if that were the case. But there wouldn't be there wouldn't be room for him because of all the fart after oh, the first yeah, time. The, the air pressure would be such that <laughs> the windows get blown out in the house. Yeah, boy, there's the whole neighborhood. It's like there's been a gas leak. Um, yeah, we t- uh, we we demonstrated uh, West of Loathing at PAX. Yes, we did. Uh, there were eleven stations uh, in continuous operation. Yep, I think there were probably, gosh, if everyone played the game for, let's say, an average of 20 minutes. Okay. So it's three people per hour per station. So it's 33. 33 per hour. And then there were how many hours? Uh, half a million hours in max. <laughs> so it's what? 15, 30, 32 hours times 33. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that's what? Another thousand, thousand yeah. players? Yeah. Wait, is that true? Ish. 33 times 32? Ish, right? It's 33 times 10 would be a 300, and that times another three would be 900. Yeah. Sounds so good. It's, it's on the order of a 1,000 people. We're all very tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was also just too hot to sleep in the apartment mm. that we were crammed into with a lot of dudes. We had like half of a 10,000th of a pax just in our apartment, our Airbnb that we stayed in. Um. I, uh, you know, we I, I saw some stuff that I'll talk about on Video Games Hot Dog, but 
Uh, do you want to do you want to do some questions? Sure. Sure. Or do you want to say anything about the way we sold some copies of West of Loathing? At, yeah. Uh, at at PAX, we've been continuing to sell lots of copies of it on on the Steams, and it slowed uh, way down, but it's still it's still good. It's still good. We're still having we're still having good days. Our, our Metacritic no score days. went up by a point. Yeah, we got wow. four more meta reviews. We're now eight times eleven. There's eight reviews, and we're at eighty eight, which I think is perfect. If it just stays like that, that means we've had. Eight eleven point reviews. I'd rather get eight times thirty seven percent. Okay, be the only game to ever get more than a hundred percent. Sure, four hundred and twenty percent. Well, I mean, if we just if uh, if it's eleven point reviews, then we only need a couple more to get over a hundred. Yeah, that's true. Million Aunts writes, Howdy, y'all. Any chance we could get an option to add items to the daily reminders list of items? It'd save you guys from having to remember to do it manually each time a relevant item pops up. P.S. Thanks for West of Loathing. Tons of fun. Well, you're welcome for it and glad you're enjoying it. Um, also, no on that totally list of items it. thing because there is a, there's more to it than it seems like there would be, uh, any given reminder needs a bunch of metadata about what's actually happening on the back end for items that it's just use this and and you know that the way that you use it is by just clicking the normal default use link that would work except we would need to already have stored some kind of metadata about what flag gets set that indicates that you have used it because hmm. like there's there's like basically that we have to in order for that system to know that you've used it, it has to see if you have the relevant daily flag, and there's nowhere that what that flag is called is exposed to the user. Um, so like, it's not a naked flag. Gorg the Morg says, Hello, this is Gorg the Morg. I want to know what theme of next video game is. And then he continues like that. Uh, he wants uh, North of Loathing. Did you see that joke that somebody made, which was North of Loathing, and it was the character select screen from west of loathing but it was just seal clubber seal clubber seal clubber <laughs> in the thought balloons That's that good. was pretty good um we haven't 100 percent decided which game we're gonna make next so i don't want to tell you i will tell you that we're planning on releasing some downloadable content or dmz for wol or kingdom of loathing Wait, what? <laughs> Jonathan says, have you been tracking any player choices in West of Loathing? If so, any fun insights? We went through some of them on a show a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, we talked about it a little bit. We also sent out some info to our newsletter, which you can sign up for at westofloathing.com. Yeah. Or kingdomofloathing.com. Oh, yeah, like on our front page. It's harder there. It's harder? I don't know. Probably not. It's, I mean, it's just clicks. It's just, just click scroll past a bunch of West of Loathing ads. <laughs> our crass commercialism kicking in. How long are we going to leave that up? there uh, 10, 10 years 12 years <laughs> 11 years 11 years so our next game comes out yeah until the next one comes out that seems reasonable um uh, fig food is good says i don't know who edited the fruitcake description but just know you won't get away with it i looked huh. at it and i don't know what you're talking about i didn't did it get changed did it get updated i don't know dude we don't have the tools to track that kind of thing man <laughs> we totally do in kol there's just not a good way to search them um. Yeah, I don't know. It had a cake reference in it, which I think that was a thing that Scully was big into. Was anytime there was an item that had cake in the title, there was a, oh shit, sorry, I'm fine. There was a cake lyric. I almost ran over. Uh, I almost ran over Kevin's revoltingly bare foot. Not revoltingly. It's just inappropriate. 
Why is it inappropriate? Because this is an office where people live. <laughs> that's inappropriate. Okay, that's true. You're not allowed to be barefoot anywhere other than your own house, a forest, or the rainbow <laughs> gathering. What about a beach? In a forest. Are beaches forests? No, beaches, you have to wear boots. <laughs> you can get sand boots, but they, you have to be boots. Those yeah. are like those khaki colored boots that, uh, 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 fuck, who's the World War One or the World War One guy? With sand boots? Yeah, the spy, Lawrence uh, of Arabia. Uh. <laughs> oh, okay. You have to wear Lawrence of Arabia boots. I have no idea if that was World War One, <laughs> if it was close to World War I. I think that's around that time, right? Yeah, I think of it as being. It that, might be but... slightly before 1900, maybe. Did they have Did they have automobiles? 1905 is when the car was invented. Right. I'm just in the movie. I didn't. I oh, I don't know. They seen, had. I'm not seeing it. When was the camel invented? <laughs> what well, was it? The in a way, a camel is a horseless horse. Yeah, did did camel cigarettes predate camels? Oh. And do you think if, maybe is, the animal is named after the tobacco product? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and do you think that that like the camel cigarettes is just like a single word, but with a uh, cigarettes capitalized in the middle? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Lol. Uh, Amish information systems writes: Greetings, Rick, Jeff, and Stockhuff. Congratulations on West of Loathing. It is an excellent game and marvelously silly. I'm deliberately not watching any playthroughs so I can discover its secrets for myself. Although, thanks for tipping me off to Gary on the last podcast. He is most amusement giving. I thought maybe you meant Gary Butterfield, and I was going to say that's also true. <laughs> um, but for my proper question, back to Kingdom of Loathing. It occurred to me that I haven't adventured underwater at all for several lifetimes. May I suggest that if you're in the mood to add a new zone or quest, you sight it underwater. It'd be fun to have an excuse to dig out my cuttlefish and hang out at the dive bar again. As always, keep up the excellent work. We sometimes will put in some hook in an item of the month or whatever for the underwater stuff, but it doesn't uh, doesn't seem to really do much of anything. Like we didn't, we haven't added like a new zone. Yeah, it's all fairly compartmentalized down there, and everything is kind of in service of getting those outfits, and people do it once, and then they're done. A couple times, because you have to do it multiple times. Right, well, sure, you know what I mean. Like, people do the cycle Uh, once. Okay. Okay. Like, people get everything once, and then they're done. Do you remember what our original plan was? Yeah, they do. It was was way less ambitious. World boss spawning. Whole new game. Well, that too. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. I right. forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, RNG, he hate me, writes. Huh. Why can't we wish for a 12-inch pianist? Ah, oh, we just forgot. Yeah. Can We can add that. We can add that to the, the sure. list. Corky said, did anything inspire you to make Kingdom of Loathing, or was it more of a I want to play this kind of game thought process? It was a lot of that. I, I sort of, I had been playing a bunch of... Uh, not a bunch. I played a little bit of Utopia and a little bit more of Earth 2025, and that kind of made me want to start making web database games because I also, right around that time, was learning how to program web database apps. And what about I was, Legend of the Red Dragon? Yeah, Legend of the Red. Like yeah, that's. The uh, that's I liked those BBS door games just because of the way that they were fairly constrained and they were like competitive in a strategy way, but not like you know twitchy or whatever and they were and the the like the energy system kind of was a byproduct of them being on bbs's with a limited number of phone line time so you didn't want people just hogging hogging it uh 
and I liked that because it was also like, oh, I can just make a little bit of progress every day. It was sort of like a early, like incremental game itch scratcher. Uh, but yeah, there weren't any that had any single player content and I wanted there to be. So I just made one. Um, not as a lot of single player content, but even in the beginning, it had more than most of them did because they just, people just didn't do it that way. Um, the games that I was playing around the time that I met, like I played Paper Mario, I was playing Paper Mario, like essentially when I was making Kingdom of Loathing in the very, very beginning. I had just, I had just found, I'd moved to this house where I had a lot of free time and there was a used game store next door. So I probably, the most recent games that I played before making Kingdom of Loathing were Paper Mario and the Yu-Gi-Oh! Game Boy Advance game that I played once and it was terrible. <laughs> so it was probably a huge, that was probably a huge influence. I was like, I definitely want to not make that. What, what if every monster was, was just 10,000? It was a card, it was a port of the card game. Uh, was it like Pokemon card game except Yu-Gi-Oh? Yeah. Pokemon card game was so good. They should do a Switch remake of that. Oh, of the, of the Game Boy version of it? Yeah. Except like, update it with modern switch type graphics and all whatever whatever has happened in the pokemon card actual pokemon card game over the years just do like a new one malibu barbie writes every day i check on lyle the liar and every day he disappoints me when do we get to burn and build lyle effigies uh chris moyer has got a plan there i don't know what the plan is yeah i feel like we were waiting for packs to be over to dive into that a little more uh, Cappy K writes, yeah, so doing the Hidden City manually is just the biggest pain in the butt. The machete might not be necessary, but the script I use to make it easier and maintain my sanity won't function without it. I can't have been the only person in history of the antique machete to have accidentally auto-sold it. Would it somehow break the game if we were able to obtain another if something happens to the first? I mean, no, but this is very much a it hurts when I do this kind of thing, right? Like... I mean, I guess I could let you spend another turn to get another machete, but there's other machetes in the game, too. Are there other antique machetes? I don't think so. Okay. I could make a rusty machete, and then we'd have to make it into a slime tube right. item. Not going to do that. Blibbler says, can you please confirm that it is West of Loathing canon that when a character uses an ellipsis, it means the character farted? <laughs> it only if it's alone in a word balloon, right? Like, if it's in the middle of a yeah. sentence, it's not a fart, right? Um, right, right. It, only only if the entirety of the word balloon is dot, 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 that's a fart. That's that true. That's there's... not... You, we don't have to declare that as canon. That's just true, no matter what video game you're playing. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's less that that's really what's happening than it's fun to imagine that that's what's happening. <laughs> Uh, let's... When, are we, when are we gonna port uh, West of Loathing to VR uh, and then add the fourth dimension smell? D d are there VR smell there sets? But, but we, yeah, we, I don't think do so. It. Like nose, yeah, man, just like a still suit, just a VR uh, still suit, and it uses your own urine and feces no. to to generate the smells. Uh, yeah, everything, uh, every game has to take place in the sewer. Oh no, no no no. It's not like it it it's you can make other smells out of the constituent molecules of urine and feces than just the smells of urine and feces. Well, but the first few games will definitely be sent to Well, it's yeah, easier. You have to break yeah. It in, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, typically people are going to hook the tubes up the wrong way the first couple oh, of times. No. So, so really, uh, it's going to take a while to flush all that out from your first few mistakes. Mm, gross. And why does he say feces? What, like, who's feces? He's, it's, it's Max von Sydow. And he's the only, that line delivery is the only time anyone has ever said it like that. Mm. Feces? Why? Well, Reese's feces. Sure. Makes sense. Feces. What, who? Do you have some sort of central argument about why that's incorrect? Uh, somebody who does not provide a name writes, During the three years of development, what was roughly the ratio of time spent working on West of Loathing, time spent working on Kingdom of Loathing, and time spent thinking about your fatty gut? Uh, that's a pretty good question. <laughs> and um, Fatty gut's been winning out for me past 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about it a lot, too. I gained 25 pounds making West of Loathing. Jeez. Just eating like all, a butthole. All in the gut. Not advertising, not advertising like a butthole. Not exercising, not advertising. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Advertising burns a lot of calories. Are you amortizing your calorization? Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, it's me and uh, Ted Turner calorizing all of those old movies and putting a lot of advertisements <laughs> in them. Uh, uh so for the last year or so of development on West of Loathing, I think we were all other than. C.D. Moyer, who was basically spending 100% of his loathing development time on Kingdom of Loathing, we all would think about it exactly as much as it took to make our items of the month. I I mean, I was definitely checking in every day, making sure things weren't on fire, fixing bugs, fixing typos. Well, good. I wasn't making much new content, but... We helped out with all the world event stuff. I mean, we, 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 we we were there, we just weren't driving the ship as much. Yeah, that's true. Leora writes, have you guys ever considered making a naturist or naturist challenge path with just weapons equipable to mirror away the surprising fist? Seems like a logical fit given all the restriction paths already available. I, I want to say there are things that you can't do if you can't equip outfits. There are. There are like a lot of the quests have mandatory outfits. We could work, we could do workarounds if we had to. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. But we didn't. We didn't really enjoy doing that for we, for Way of the Surprising Fist. And we ended up making certain things doable without offhand items equipped because it was just really to support Kung Fu Hustler, which is a thing we should never have done. Right. Like Kung Fu Hustler being there forever was one of the big driving forces behind standard restrictions in the first place. Um, let's see. Um, so I think that I, while I like that idea, I think it would be pretty tricky. How did we do it with, um, gelatinous noob? You can equip stuff. You just don't get the enchantments. You can consume stuff for skills. You can equip. And that was why we did it that way. Um, cause the idea at first was like, you can't equip anything. It just dissolves into you and gives you its enchantments or whatever. Um, yeah, it's rough. Uh, I don't know how many points there are where you absolutely need to do something, but enough that it would be very difficult and probably break a lot of progression to add in a way of doing it without having something equipped. 
Uh, Gather the Yonder says, my question is, why do equipment like hats and pants not show up on your character model like hats do in West of Loathing? That is a great question. Uh, it is because all of the images in Kingdom of Loathing are just GIFs. Instead of, and instead of PNGs or sprites or whatever. The avatars <clears throat> for... Well, like, the player character in West of Loathing is a is a Unity prefab with a skeletal rig on it and and spots to hang sprites. Um, and so hats also in West of Loathing have an icon for them, but then they also have a version of it that's just, this is the hat, and then we specify, hang this sprite in the hat slot with this set of coordinates um, of the sprite as the center point of the hat. Um, KOL doesn't have that kind of metadata. Also, especially given custom avatars, the avatars don't consistently have the heads in the same place. Right. So there would be a tremendous amount of work. Also, the KOL female avatars have hair that would not play nice. That wouldn't hats. play nice with hats. Um, we didn't end up running into any, like the number of problems that we ran into with that in word realms relative to Jesus, yeah. not running into any problems with it in West of loathing, partly because there aren't that many, like there's not like helmets that like, there's nothing that like makes your hair go away. We don't let you put giant beards on the character. We don't let you have like as a male character in West of loathing, you can't have any hair at all. Um, and that yep. is fine. Um, but yeah, it would just be, I think at this point we could probably, like I've, I've switched over to using the West of Loathing art pipeline for making Kingdom of Loathing mm. art, which is way easier um, because it's scanned in actual black and white at really high res instead of scanned on a weird custom grayscale curve to match up with the custom grayscale curve that was the default on a 15 year old scanner uh, that I had before. Um, I think that if I saved, I could just start saving things as PNGs and then we would be able to have them overlap each other because PNGs support alpha channel transparency, which lets them, which lets you put a thing on top of another thing without it looking like shit. Um, but we would still have to go back and make an equipment scale version of every hat in the game, Ugh. which I'm not going to do. And we would have to adjust every default avatar to have the head in the same place or store some kind of metadata about where no the hat. where the head is or no hat on every avatar this is an avatar that doesn't show up the hat so it's like it would not be that difficult to make a new game that worked on the same tech as kingdom of loathing but supported showing the hats on the characters but it would be very very difficult to retrofit into kingdom of loathing um Pants, I just think don't look good on stick figures. I don't like, I don't like custom, I don't like making or uh, accepting submissions of custom avatars that have pants on the stick figure. I know that it doesn't bother other people, so I do it. I let people do it, but I don't like it. I don't like pants on stick figures. It's a little weird because the pants have a waist in the stick figure. Doesn't. Yeah, exactly. So it just always, you always look like Jared from Subway. <laughs> Um, 
Supernova Me says, any chance that a currency exchange could be installed at the airport? It doesn't have to be an equal exchange. It could even be a slow money sink, like seven Disney bucks for one Volcoino, then one Volcoino for five Disney bucks. It'd be awesome if we could get rid of Crim bucks and Time Twitch coins, too. No exchange for meat from any currency, but maybe exchange one million meat for any one coin. Huh, that's kind of interesting. Hmm. Um, I feel like that was planned at some point or something like that. We did, we did a currency exchange... Well, so we added the gift shop to the airport that was just let you sink the currency for souvenirs. Um, We put in the currency thing into Gingerbread City, but I think that that just let you rob it for random currency. Um, Yeah, that's an interesting idea. Like, especially the idea of like being able to buy some of the currency for huge amounts of meat, like just directly. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. Yeah. I like that idea. And the airport is a pretty good place for an exploitative, (laughs) bad ratio currency exchange. Uh, let's see. Depositors. Hmm. Depast Everson, Dap, Dapass Teverson, Dapa Steve, our son. I <clears throat> the D A Depasta version, but it's P A S T E, not P A S T A. Is there anywhere that they spell pasta? Is there anywhere that they pronounce pasta with an E? Paste, no. pesto. Oh yeah, pasta with an E would just be paste. Depaste version. Yeah, how did how did paste not follow it up? This is. How do you say your name? Well, it could be... That's maybe, my question to you, DePaste Verzon. Maybe the first D is a typo. Maybe it's Nupa Tevenson. Okay. Nasrevestipad. Nasrevestipad. Okay, it's just Nasrevestipad backwards. Okay, well, that's like a vampire. No, uh, Nasrevestipad. Sorry, fuck. I always do that. He's also a, a reporter. Like, I always think that St. Lemon and St. Melon are... What? <laughs> <are laughs> <laughs> palindromes. <laughs> Uh, uh, how do you feel about Let's Players, such as Markiplier, playing Must of Loathing? Sure, it markets the game, but it also puts spoilers for most of the jokes and comedy online, so some people won't bother to get the game if they can watch someone else do it. I kind of feel like the the population that would buy a game if they didn't watch Markiplier play it, but don't buy it because they watched Markiplier play it, is a population that does not exist. Uh, like... I mean, this is the same argument that people have made about why games piracy is not a big deal uh, for a long time. And while I have come around to sort of believing that I, it doesn't make any sense for me to get angry about people pirating West of Loathing, I still like if you if you come up to me and you tell me that you're pirating games as some sort of like like worthwhile moral political act, then <laughs> fuck you, because yeah. no, you're not. No. You're pirating games because you don't want to fucking pay for them. And that's fine, but like that's all it is. Uh, I I don't know. I mean, as much as I'm not a millennial, even though uh, somebody gave Victor a fidget spinner as a as a uh, as a piece of uh, Pax merch from the League of Legends booth, it 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 was very heavy. It was like completely metal, and it had four tines instead of three, and didn't have the little holes in it. But it was still a fidget spinner, and Turns out those things are real fun to fuck around with. 
So maybe I am a millennial, but I don't understand the, I don't understand millennials and children now wanting to spend so much time watching people play games on on YouTube. Like uh, I just our first video has over three million views. I know, and I just don't. I mean, I, I just don't I watch, get it. I watch a ton of let's plays and and speedruns and stuff, but not not of the style that Markiplier does with his face cam that takes up twenty percent of the screen and and. Uh, extreme like I, overblown emoting and so on and I, you know none of those at all none of those 12 year old girls listen to podcasts probably and i spend as much time listening to podcasts as they spend listening or watching you know youtube streamers and sure. i you know like the personalities involved in the podcast and i just like listening to them talk about video games or whatever yeah. it is that they're talking about and, well, and the fact and, that they do it in silly voices helps yeah 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 the fact that they're reading somebody else's material but in a funny version of their own voice is usually no wait 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 no that isn't what i want that's my my <laughs> my point is that i don't get it but i don't i don't think that there is a world in which in a world in, in which, in which even a very popular YouTube streamer YouTube works to reduce the sales reduce of the game the that they are streaming. What happens next? Uh, I think that there are probably some people who would have bought it and won't because they feel like they've seen enough. But that is almost definitely outweighed by the number of people who would have never heard of it yeah. who are like, oh, wow, hey, this looks cool and bought it. Like, Anecdotally, probably at least 100 or 200 people bought the game at PAX because they'd seen Markiplier play. Yeah. So, like, I don't know if I don't know if that also translates to sales directly on Steam or not, but it, it almost definitely can't hurt. And I mean, it. You know, I know you're not supposed to work for awareness as a freelancer, right? Like that's bullshit. You should be paid for your work. Exposure. Oh, you're not right. supposed to work for exposure. But it does just provide a tremendous amount of, like, brand awareness, which, as gross as that is, it's a real thing. And, yeah. like, people will have heard of it, and maybe they'll buy the next game, even if Markiplier doesn't play it, because they just have a fun experience in their head associated with the word loathing. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'll know. I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah, I know. It's super kind weird. kind of weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, uh, we were trying to figure out what the name of the next game was going to be. And, uh, I, I pitched, what if we did a horror game that was set in Las Vegas? (laughs) 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 I was, Uh, I was actually for real thinking about that the other day. And I was thinking maybe we just, it's, we just start naming them after like the year. (laughs) Like loathing colon. 2086 or whatever the whatever the next one is set in yeah so no so i think that when we eventually do the the kol one it's probably should be called return to loathing sure yeah (laughs) like i i mean i i honestly think it's because like west of loathing is not a funny name realms of loathing. realms of loathing there you go speaking of which wait realms of Funny loathing. <laughs> okay, right. Hilarity. We should just. We should have called it hilarious. West of loathing. <laughs> West of loathing two. Cowboys of loathing. I, I. I had expressed some regret Machine for cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's a good. Uh, 
That'd be a good uh, thing to have in our second DLC, maybe. It's just oh, a thing called that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Windracer writes, Hi, Jake Griffin Hot Stuff. Congratulations on the launch of West of Loathing and becoming a real game company. You know, you say that <clears throat> as a joke, but it, I think it's real in some ways. Yeah, we were just farting around for 14 years before Yeah, this. I mean, successfully. And I mean, there's no way that West of Loathing is going to make as much money as KOL has in its lifetime, right? I don't think. That would be weird. Uh, it would be very, very, very surprising <laughs> if it did. Uh, but it's just having a modern-looking game. Yeah. No, it doesn't even look modern. It just looks not old. It's It's made more money... In the first month, then we have made in a, like in a recent year. Oh, certainly, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's that's good, right? So I mean, it's but it it's, also took three years to make. It took three years so. to make, but it's all, I mean, right? It's it's doing great, but like KOL has just you know supported up to ten people for fifteen years, sure. like, and it's <clears throat> it's it's crazy how much more of a legitimate thing. West of Loathing feels like than that because it's just it like it doesn't have frames, you know. That's it's it's got it's sort of got frames. People don't look at it and think, "Oh, this is something old." Sure, it's it's interesting. I'm kind of curious, like what? Well, they do kind of. They say this looks like a flash game. <laughs> well, has anybody said that? Yeah, a bunch of people. Huh. This Which reminds is, me of Stick Figure Death Theater. No, no, it doesn't. It, like, look at the way they move. It's nothing like that. <laughs> You can't, you can't get angry at people for not understanding. No, look, there are subtle differences between various types of stick figure video games, <laughs> and I demand to be taken seriously. I've even gone so far as to grow a beard and wear a hat in Riff's case. Uh, I think that KOL looking like it's from the 90s and West of Logan looking, looking like it's from like the from 2000s. From the 1890s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fine. Yeah. It's like we're just always, we just always go for the aesthetic of 10 years before. So we'll have like some good chunky, chunky 3D for our next game next decade. Yeah. And our 2020X, our 2020X game will be probably it'll look like minecraft yeah or some other like something like 2010 anyway wind racer continues i'm really enjoying west of loathing the music has been stuck in my head for days my favorite joke slash reference so far is the aristocrats lol <laughs> love the el vibrato content too yeah i'm so, i didn't nobody else had commented on the the aristocrats thing there's a couple instances of that oh are there yeah oh i, I thought there was only one is there another well, one where's the other one well so there's so maybe you, i uh, made i think we each made one oh, okay. yeah where Mine, mine is if you uh, the if, Shaggy Dog. Cave. Yeah, if you talk to your partner after reading everything in Shaggy Dog Cave. I see. Mine is the name of the band. If you rescue all five of the ah, band's okay. members, um, so it doesn't. Anyway, that's good. Good. Two ways to do it. Uh, I like the multi-monster combat system, but was curious about the design decision behind having item usage not end your turn. For example, you can use a lot of bullets without actually using your offhand gun to attack. I found this very useful against some of the larger battles, like the Roberto Cultus. I could use a bunch of lassos to stun, set them on fire, weaken them with bullets and other combat items, and then do my regular attack, ending my turn. Was this a conscious decision to make multi-combat easier? Yes. Uh, yeah, it was, and also to make items a thing that anyone would ever use. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, we had... The the combat system went through some some a revisions. Bunch of revisions um, actually. It at first you had a number of AP that refreshed every turn. Yeah. 
Um, and so you could do like your turn could be three regular attacks or one fan hammer and one regular attack or whatever that got to be real, real hard to balance. Like you, we, we wanted to be more generous with things that gave you plus AP, but that ended up just making you into this like totally unstoppable thing that had to do nine things to end your turn. So we ended up just making it the way that it was and kind of rebalancing everything around that. But in that original model, you could use one combat item for free every round, and then they cost one more AP for every additional one you used. So there was a little bit of an economy there, but there was no reason not to use an item every round, which is the thing that we were really wanted. Like, we wanted to not have the game have the thing that all RPGs have, which is that people just hoard potions and don't ever use them. Um, so we wanted these to be something that you could meaningfully save up for for hard fights. Um, it the thing that the thing I was also very very close to adding a system whereby if you lost a fight you got back all of the combat items you used. I'm glad you did during the fight. Yeah, I mean I've never heard anybody tell a story about being aggravated that they used a bunch of combat items thinking that they were going to win a fight and then lost the fight and then were pissed that they spent all those resources. So let's just say that that person doesn't exist and that that has never happened to anyone. But um. Something that I was talking to Victor about that I wish that I had done. I So, I, I kind of feel like we could probably remove, we probably could have removed a third of the stats in the game and still had it be just as good as it is Define and just as fun. So, like, something, something that I kind of wish that I had done is... Instead, like, just eliminate speed as a concept. Eliminate initiative as a concept. Like, we've always kind of struggled with initiative being a problem in turn-based games. Like, in Word Realms, it was, like, hugely important in a shitty way. In Master Swords, it was. And then instead of your entire side going and their entire side going, it just... the top row acts from left to right, the middle row acts from left to right, the bottom row acts from left to right, so that we could determine in a given combat or randomize in a given combat whether the enemy's side got to go first or yours by just putting an enemy in the top row. Well, if you, unless you also have somebody in the top Unless row. you also have somebody in the top row, but then that's just <clears> another <throat> thing. That, and that way also, it feels like that would create situations that were more reactive, like because your choice of target would matter more because it's there's more time like another aspect of a given enemy is are they going to act again before I get to like before I get down to Alice and she can use her shotgun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I think I wish we had at least tried that because oh, sure. I, th- I think that that would have been a more interesting way to handle that. I don't think switching back and forth every turn between you like I don't think switching back and forth between you and the opponent uh, all that often would be. At nearly a sensical, it feels way more sensical to to do all your of stuff and all then of your stuff. side and then all of their side. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Like, I, because it happens pretty fast, and I don't know. I don't know that I believe that people would notice if we changed it. Like, if we just got rid of speed, then they would notice them not saying that anymore. But like, yeah. I, you know, I think we run into this thing where because there are either a really powerful person on your side of the field, namely you, or a lot of guys on the other side of the field, a lot of fights are determined entirely by what happens in the first round. Like, you either just steamroll them or you get killed before you get the chance to do anything. And in this other model, like, 
I think it would not feel as bad. Like if you had a chance to perform at least an action or two before you got shot nine times. I don't know. Uh, that feels like a better version of it to me. But yeah, I don't know. If it was still just you and and your partner, you could potentially have five actions before your turn or th- yeah. four actions before your turn or yeah. whatever. I guess maybe only three. But, I mean, we could also just balance combat around the player usually going first. Well, that, just becomes, that just means that half the battlefield isn't something that we can use anymore on the opponent's side. No, it's usually. I mean... I, I mean, it would have been interesting to try it, yeah. I guess. I just, you know, it, it feels to me like, like we did simplify the systems a lot. Uh... Yep. As we went, and I just, I think we could have gone further and no one would have said, this is too simple. We would have just had, to, you know. Well, we, I mean, we, I think we got a lot of complaints that it was already too simple. Like, I know we, who said that? Almost every review says the combat is sort of. They said it's bad, like it's badly designed and boring, and it's a foregone conclusion most of the time. Okay. Like, that's the. Yeah, I don't know. I mean,. It's hard because the player can be arbitrarily strong to, sure. to, to balance combats, right? But, like, the, I, I don't think that any of those reviews meant there are not enough stats to keep track of. Well, but I don't think, yeah, I mean, I don't think that was their complaint, though. I think it was just that they wished that there had been more sort of tactical but i mean i feel like because on. we did not do a very good job of deploying all of the systems that we already had like we could remove the concept of armor from the game and it would make almost no difference like yeah, i like depends. i don't think that anyone who played as a bean slinger routinely cast bean shield oh. because armor never matters like the amount the 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 like the numbers that that reduces like we did i don't i don't remember ever giving a single enemy armor you might have gone through and done some of them, but I I never did. Like, put in the system, said, "All right, so it's, the, no, there definitely are some with cover. Them. Cover is the thing that's like sure. the the counter to range damage. Elemental resistance is the thing that's the counter to spells, and armor is the thing that's the counter to melee damage. And then armor is almost completely absent, and I think completely irrelevant. Well, like so we could so i don't think that the fact that we set up some systems and then failed to follow through with them because we were not focused on the combat for most of the development is means that the systems are bad it just means that we didn't spend as much time on balancing and tweaking the combat as we did on making sure that the there was a bunch of jokes and that the game was completed. Right, and absolutely. Stuff like that. Right. And, right. And I mean, and I think it turned out fine in spite of that. So we might as well have done a simpler version of it well, that would have been easy sure. because it would have been easier to balance. Like well, having well, having fewer numbers that are completely out of our control makes it easier to make consistently interesting encounters. I, I'm not sure that that's true. I think I think you if you if you reduce the complexity space, you make it kind of hard to make interesting encounters they become very samey and that's that's another problem right like if you want to have a bunch of fights in the game like they're already but kind of same they're already too samey right and but i feel like that's that's in part because we didn't utilize all those systems that we created right like we had a bunch of ideas for stuff that we wanted to do and then we didn't have enough time to put them all into play sure i'm so. just i don't share your confidence <clears throat> that we could have made it good 
given I, how it works. I think we could have. I think if we had, if we had set out to make that the most important part of the game instead of the jokes, I think we would have done a much better job. But I don't think the game would have been as compelling, right? Like I don't I don't think that's why people would have wanted to play it. Well, right. And I mean, my argument is that we can definitely make a game funny because we're good at that, but I don't know that we institutionally have the ability to make a really good combat system well, because we haven't yet. Well, but we can figure like, that out. <laughs> sure. That's, I mean, we just haven't spent the, that's not where we've been putting our time, right? Right, like, but it's because we're not good at it. We, we have been wow, spending is, our time. chicken egg thing, man. Like, uh, I don't think that we're bad at it because... I don't think that it, we are bad at it because we've done our heart our best and it's shit. I think we have not put a bunch of time in it, into it, and so we have no idea whether we're good or bad at it. That's my contention. Mm, okay. Right? Like, let's let's actually try to make something where that's important and then see how we do. I think we should make a game where all of the jokes are gated behind combat that we've designed very poorly. <laughs> um. P.S. He says, how about a Word Realms reboot in the Wolverine slash Snicked engine? I think I think Victor has convinced us that the name of the engine is actually Swole. <laughs> I don't like that. I like, I, like I do. So much more I, I than I prefer Swole. Wolverine, but I can never remember what it all stands for. Well, because we've never actually... So Swole is just standard West of Loathing engine. Yeah, yeah which I don't it's, like. It's, it's great. It's, it's just... It's Swole. Yeah. It's Swole. It's, it's not nearly as good as Wolverine. And Snicked being the combat engine is pretty good. Yeah, but, right. But no, so it's good. Wolverine's not going to stick. Mm. Can, can it be mm. swole and Snicked? Can it be Swolverine? That's pretty. It's like the Wolverine strong version of Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As opposed to that weak existing version of Wolverine, who's weak. <laughs> well, um, he kind of like the the most recent ones, pretty pretty log. Also, weirdly. The combat engine is not really different from the normal engine. It's not yeah, like it's there are a few thing. different rules, but all of the scripts. Yeah. Uh, Mixon says, were there any gags or jokes that had to be cut from the final cut of West of Loathing? If so, why? Yeah, Riff wrote some real racist shit that I pulled out <laughs> because it was too racist. I was like, Riff, what are you doing? The I'm sorry. I just don't like the Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> It's um uh, well they do cook everything with farts. That's uh it's a real problem. That's I look, I you roll your eyes, Kevin, but that is still one of the best jokes that I ever made. <laughs> uh I changed the odor geist where you had kept describing it as a fart. I changed oh, all yeah, of those to true. a burp. Uh because I don't like actually using the word fart in fart jokes See, i i i typically i try to avoid fart jokes but i thought i just felt that that was extremely appropriate as a fart joke like that was yeah. that was a fart joke that i was okay with um there was a joke that i wanted to change but i couldn't come up with something better so i didn't do anything which one was that? That was just a coffee joke that I think, I, I think right, is it's, so dumb. It, it isn't that you couldn't come up with a better joke. It's that there isn't a better joke. I, well, there, than, there isn't a joke. You, It <laughs> is a joke. God, the, man. So, Riff, I don't remember where your position on this was, but it was... It, it, was it said, you drink the cup of Joe, and then the button reply is, 
my name's Zach or whatever your name is, which is funny. <laughs> like <Nope>. it's <sighs> because if it, if it was the tea and you drink the cup of Joe or whatever. No, the joke is that you are acting as though the player character believes that that sentence was a sentence fragment directed at them and that their name was Joe and you reply accordingly. Right, but it, it just doesn't even scan if that's it, what your intention But was. you have to think about it. That's why that's why it's a good joke. <laughs> but I do I I thought a lot about it and it just doesn't work. Ah, oh, man. So that's the most frustrating thing. Like when there's when you have to remove this joke because people won't think it's funny like well, that's a bad when multiple people said what is happening here this must be a typo. what's happening here is they're not getting the hilarious <laughs> good joke it's at, like the, like the, i don't know man that is the only thing that's like there is almost nothing that happens internal to our company that starts to smack of like design by committee but like those jo- like removing a joke because people are confused by it to me seems like the exact opposite of what we want to do. I want there to be more confusing <laughs> jokes. I, if if I can understand how the joke would be funny, I will a hundred percent behind it. But like this is the one case where I was like, this just doesn't even scan as a joke. Even like, like I just I like I spent a bunch of time trying to like fathom fathom how you were trying to make how this was like working in your head it just doesn't work i and so i kind of like it but jokes that don't make any sense are kind of a thing that i really like (laughs) right and so So, do some other people yeah so it's (laughs) it's it's like it's the same kind of joke (laughs) as the sort of solve for the joke trope like god you're you're I can't operate this TARDIS. I'm a woman. Like, right. Like that, that, oh, right. Yeah. Like TARDIS whatever, is yeah, my son. That, yeah. that, right. No, that's the, that's the other version of that joke that I can't operate on this boy. I'm a woman is the like other deconstruction yeah. of yeah. the joke that I think is of the, of the like, right, right. you know, you like can, you, and you, sex, you the sexism revealing brain teaser or whatever. Like, yeah. You, yeah. you can't have both of them at the same time. Cause that's too much. Right. <laughs> But it's like that doesn't make sense except for the weird leap that you have to make. Yeah, yeah but that one that one makes sense to me. Okay. I mean I, Yeah, I don't know. I wish I could, I like I wish I, I'm gonna start keeping my eyes open for other jokes that we've made that I believe are kind of of the same form okay. as that cup of Joe one. And yeah, it's it's so weird. It's so weird that that is this weird sticking point. <laughs> that, I mean, that's the only joke that I ran across that I was like, this doesn't, I just don't, this doesn't. I thought there was dive. one more that I got mad about when we were. <laughs> I don't remember. That was the only one I can think of. I, You know, I left in the out of a job, but in of an opportunity, even though that is occasionally generating typo reports, even though like that one makes sense to me, though, right? Like that, like I can understand that one. Yeah. Okay. And like, and uh, when it has generated, okay. Reports, so I my have, name's I have, my name's Zach, and a cup of what would make it work? But it's just too long. That's too long to be funny. <laughs> That's the problem with that one. <laughs> okay. That see that would work. Yeah. That would that would work. Right. Yeah. Um. 
Yes. Okay. Nameless says, you know what would suck if I could change my name? I guess that's not a question. That's true. Uh, Elliot says, is there going to be non-Mr. Store tie-ins to West of Loathing? Uh, yeah, a whole challenge path last year. <laughs> um, sort of. We didn't end up using a lot of that stuff. I think it was just a good sort of mental exercise. Yeah, no, it definitely was. I mean, I guess some of the jokes made it in, but did, yeah, what even did, like, we sort of spoiled in the KOL stuff that there would be El Vibrato stuff in, in West of Loathing. Hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anything else that had to be cut. We don't, I mean, We've like really sort of softened a little bit over time and I think become more like prophylactically sensitive about things that are that might be stuff that we'll end up wanting to change later. Like we're not we like KLO was never super edgy, but like we're not at all edgy anymore, I don't think. I think it might be more of a question. It's like less cut for that reason and more cut for time or whatever. Like I feel like there were yeah. definitely areas that we had that we that we cut. The the ones that were cut were by and large ones that we just like didn't ever come up with what they were gonna be. Like we we did we did a thing when we were designing the the overall arc of West of Loathing that I would not do again, I don't think, which was we said like Riff and I, when when we were still in Phoenix at the old office, like just filled up a whiteboard and we were like, all right, here's how the map is laid out. There's good. There's going to be a mine here, 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 and a mine here. And so now we have, you know, ended up with eight mines. Yeah, and then, but we only had good it? ideas yeah. for like three of them, yeah. and like had to come up with them. And I mean, that's that's why the map thins out as you get further west, is because we kind of did stuff in that order, and it's it's fine but like we ended up with a lot of things where it's like oh well we decided there was going to be two ghost towns and a ghost city but then uh <laughs> so we just sort of got rid of them but we got rid of them because they were nothing like we didn't get rid of them because we didn't have time to make them how we wanted them we got rid of them because we didn't want anything bad enough to have come up with anything for them to be um like the there was a bunch of stuff in the middle of the map that was supposed to just be more bandit wanted poster things. Um, three from Breadwood and three from Roy Bean, but they were still just going to be human bandits. But that became the three quests that Roy Bean had and just totally different. Like the baker, I guess the bakery guys were technically just like bandits, but you weren't, you didn't have to, you didn't kill them or fight them. Right, the bre uh, the yeast one too. Hmm. Um, those were supposed to be places where bandits had hold up, like the hat, the millinery, or or the pickle factory. Um, but those ended up just working. Oh, and Chuck's house was. The oh other. yeah, I, I like think that. that's still called Bandit Six in or Bandit Eight yeah. in the data. Um, Bandit Ten is the Bandit Jelly Beans. Ten is the Jelly Bean Thieves. Yeah, but part of that, the there were going to be some goblins in the South and there were going to be some bandits that were living in a giant cactus. And I like, couldn't figure out what the bandits in the cactus were, were like, and I couldn't figure out what the goblins lived in. So I was like, Oh, uh, let's just collapse these into, into one thing. Um, yeah, that's, you know, 
it's weird how like I can't point to stuff that took way longer than I thought it was going to really, but it must have happened. It just everything kind of took a similarly gradual long time to do. Like the a lot of the random encounters took up way more of Riff's time than I had anticipated writing wise because he wrote so much he for them. Made them so good and so complicated <laughs> and so variable, right? Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is way more character than I intended for this guy to have. I wouldn't have made twenty seven of these. Because it took like a a week to code all of those, and then a couple months, a couple months to write. Yeah, because there it, there were. I don't know. You know, I I think it just in this engine, this engine lends itself a lot more to like having an interesting conversation with a person where you also are seeing things that are happening than like the KOL like single sentence output yeah. from doing something in a choice adventure. I also and so, always, I I kind of felt weird about having short things in there because then you end up with like one little sentence at the top of this huge white box. Yeah. I wish we'd had more time to iterate on some of that. I mean, it's fine. It looks good. It it works. Um, We had to do a lot of shortening of things and adding interstitial uh, buttons so that stuff didn't get taller than the... yeah. Then the thing all at once, and I just, I wish that we had been able to do that more dynamically so that we don't have to, and we just have to figure this out because we can't be constrained by like having to write short things. Like that's not, yeah, that was, that was a rough thing to, to work around. Um, I mean, in a sense, it was, it's, it's good to have a little bit of that kind of limitation because you, you, you don't want to give them pages and pages to read all at once with no pause, but right. But that's that's a limitation that that should be like in the writer's mind, not imposed on you by the by the yeah. Engine. But you're never gonna remember to do that the 100 percent of the time. The, it's, well, but the th- the thing where it constrains me that I don't like is that I can't make a thing where sometimes you get 10 items out of it. Which I think... Well, you could. You just have to format it carefully. Well, sure. But it's just like the ending... Like we have to... Sometimes it would be nice to write like a long paragraph describing what happened when you won a fight. But if we do that, then we have to only give you one item or whatever from it because... It the end of fight stuff takes up so much room. Or you just have to you have to have a second node for the re- results. Like, yeah, sure. That's and that's what I always yeah, would no, do. I mean, in right. Yeah, you know, and it's fine. It just like I just I wish that I wish that there didn't have to be this like second editorial pass to make sure that stu- something wasn't didn't have a five percent chance of being five percent too tall. Right. We have to change the whole system because every once in a while you'll get lucky with one of these containers and it will give you more stuff than will fit in the amount of space that we have. And I wish we didn't have to be careful with that. Like, and I wish that it didn't like, I just wish it didn't take up so much of your time on the editorial side for something that's like, this is actually just making like the, the experience of opening this box worse so that it can, the experience of seeing the output on the screen can be better, you know? Sure. But I think it's also good to have some constraint. Like, getting 10 items at once is too many. 
It's that's that's just overwhelming. Nah. Nah. So I think it's I think that I think that five is cool. Was... Five is cool though, and now we're stuck at we're pegged at four. I don't want to be pegged at four. What if you get uh, XP too? Then we're pegged at three. Put more boxes in the room. It's way more exciting to open three boxes and get four four <laughs> items each time than it is to open one box and get twelve. I don't know about that. I'm, I'm, I do. You're right. I'm 100% sure of that. Zen00 says, I noticed that in West of Loathing themed telegram areas, you have cow cultists, but West of Loathing doesn't have any cow cultists that I noticed, only necromancer cultists. Was that a post-design change? Yeah, we sort of realized that we had three different kinds of cultists and didn't have a real good idea of how to differentiate them <laughs> or really deliver on that many things. Um, so, yeah, we just... There are only Roberto cultists and necromancer cultists. Um, what inspired the hell cows? Writes Grundleshunt. Uh, I don't, probably because I wanted cow puncher to be the melee class and something funny. Sorry. Happened on your phone? Yeah. Was it something you want to share with the, I don't mean to like call you out, but is it something you want to share with the class? Like, is it something that might entertain us? Uh, no, well, okay. No, so, right. no. Yeah, sorry. It's just, it's just the there's this thread, uh, Twitter thread where people are pointing out uh, things that are spelled differently than you think that they are spelled. Okay. Someone was just saying like, how how are you guys doing this? Is this some sort of weird time travel practical joke? Can you change my name? <laughs> Which I thought was funny. What's their name? What? What's their name? Is what? it spelled differently than it sounds? It's good. It's it's gonna be when we go back in time and change it. Okay, good. So cowpuncher is how I wanted it to be, and then with seal clubber, like that's actually a real grisly, cruel thing in real life. <laughs> it's just something that I, as a junior high edge lord, thought was funny. Like I feel like a seal clubber is funny in the same way that a crack baby is funny, which is to say, not actually at all. <laughs> Um, so don't do that, except that we made it so seals are bad, right? So yeah. that's, then that's fine. Uh, and so this made it so cows are bad. Uh, so there you go. It was because crack babies. Um, I, man, what a, what a shitty world. <laughs> the 80s were. Oh, what a what a shitty world the 2017s. Well, I don't know. At least comedians are more woke now. <laughs> Say what you will about everything else in the world. Um. Anyway, uh, do you guys want to go uh, get some dinner? Sure. sure. Our reserv our reservation approacheth, and we'll be back with a sadly gym free. Okay, did you guys see my hilarious tweet today that I feel like did not get the recommendation it deserved? Everybody on the British side of my Twitter feed was talking about the withdrawal bill that was the actual drafting of the Brexit thing. And I wrote, withdrawal bill, the childlessest gunslinger west of the Pecos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I didn't put childlessest. I put the most childless. Mm. So that might have that might have been what ruined that joke. I, I yeah, I saw that and I I didn't uh, I didn't have the context of withdrawal bill. So yeah, really no, and sure I think most what... most other people didn't either. Yeah. I should have quoted something about the withdrawal bill, yeah, but yeah. then it would have seemed like it was directed at whatever random British politician <laughs> got retweeted. Yeah. 
So yeah, I don't know, man. I think it, I think it requires American Wild West tropes and a knowledge of current British politics, which might be <laughs> That's kind of too ask. much of a, yeah. yeah. And, and the understanding that withdrawal is a reasonable form of contraception, right. which I think is not a common understanding. Sure. That's true. Well, cause most people don't do it right. Sure. You have to poop in between <laughs> every time you ejaculate. <laughs> I can never remember which is number one and which is number two, and it, it causes it causes a lot of weird problems. I think it's because I hooked up the tubes wrong in my still suit that first time. And <laughs> still just... Mm. Well, anyway, this got terrible. Yeah. This is yeah. like, this is like suddenly like right 80s stand-up like, comedy. Yeah. Anyway, I think that withdrawal bill joke is funny. <laughs> okay, then. Uh, all right. Uh, thanks for thanks for listening to the Loathing podcast. Um, I don't think we're actually going to change the name of it or anything because it's. Well, what is the what is the podcast? Name? I mean, I guess the Kingdom of Loathing podcast. It just we can just say that the kingdom means the entire ecosystem, the entire realm of loathing games, realm, realm, realms of loathing. Yeah, realms of loathing. There yeah. we go. I'm so sad. I played a game with realm in the name. Uh, on that I'm going to talk about on video games hot dog and Jim isn't here. Oh wow! He would love it so much because it has realms in it. Well, just send it to him. Send okay. him, send him the audio clip of you saying realms a lot. All right, bye everyone. <laughs> Have See a great ya. week, everybody.